Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Hello and welcome. And thank you for joining me on the weekly Spirit Seeker, Cindy Meyer radio show. And this show is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. You can read the magazine, as the introduction said, at www.spiritseeker.com. We've been published for over 20 years, and we've been published um, online since 1998. Um, but you can find the magazine throughout the, the Midwest as a print, uh, print magazine. Uh, you can find us in Chicago, Indianapolis, St. Louis, and Kansas City. So there you there you are. Um, we just finished the March issue. It was printed uh, yesterday morning. There are always fabulous articles. Our February issue uh, was pretty much a relationship issue, and that's what I'm going to be talking about tonight before I uh, start the readings. Um, in the February issue of Spirit Seeker, there's an article uh, entitled Where to Find True Love, How Meditation Affects Heart Health, Tending to and transforming your feelings so you can feel more love, and then the other one is the um, forgotten the forgotten key to letting go. And um, each issue is is uh, archived, so you can you know read the magazines just like this radio show. When the radio show is complete, it is archived and it becomes a podcast, and you can listen to the. Um, the show any time of the morning, noon, or night, and um, there are over, I think there's like 400 shows now that are archived at Blog Talk. And uh, we also, at Spirit Seeker, have a weekly email newsletter. And so what we do is we let you know um, when the magazine is online, we let you know when, um, who the radio show guest is, and we let you know about fabulous Mind, Body, Spirit events all over the U.S. and into Canada. So, like, right now, Spirit Seeker is working with, I think it's like 10 conferences in the next two months. So you will find the magazine at the um, Body, Mind, Spirit Expo in Chicago. You'll find us at the Afterlife Conference, which is going to be held in St. Louis this year. Um, we will be at the transformation conference and the ufo conference which is a week-long um conference it's two conferences but you can take just the transformation conference or just the ufo or both um and those are in eureka springs arkansas coming up in april we will also be at the global pyramid um conference in chicago as well as oh i just could go on and on there's just so many wonderful things happening and that's just a few of the events in the midwest so for those of you that are listening that are like outside st louis we do let you know like john edward is coming to a number of cities all through the u.s um so the reason i'm telling you all this is as follows you um, would benefit by joining our uh, email newsletter. And all you have to do is send an email to info at spiritseeker.com. I'll repeat that, info at spiritseeker.com, and ask to be added to our email newsletter. Um, we do not sell that list, so you're, you are safe with that. We just let you know about fabulous events. 
Okay, so those are um, those are the promos for tonight. I'm going to tell you just a little bit about myself, um, and I'm going to talk about feng shui and how you can change your relationships using feng shui. Um, and then I will do as many readings as I can. Uh, tonight's show is a 45-minute show. We will complete at 8:45. And if you would like to ask, um, if you would like a reading this evening, all you have to do is push one on your uh, phone, and that will let me know that you would like to ask a question. Okay, so I wear many hats, and when you, um, if you do have a question tonight, you can ask a question in several areas because, um, you know, I am very gifted psychically and have uh, been so since I was a child. I'm what is known as clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, claircognizant, and clairgustant. So you can imagine having all of the the, the clair gifts. So. I would dream vividly as a child, and if I didn't like the dream and I woke up, I would say, okay, I want to change the channel. And I would literally change the channel on my dream, but sometimes I couldn't do that. And I knew, even as a child, I didn't understand this. I thought everyone changed the channels of their dreams. But if I had the same dream three times, I just knew. It was like, oh, my gosh, I just can't. I can't change this. So it was like almost like seeing into the future. And um, my grandmother had the gift of healing, as as do I. I'm trained as a Reiki master teacher, but I'm also trained in over 20 different healing disciplines, and I've studied with healers from all over the world. I then became... Um, certified in feng shui in the early 2000s, I had studied it for over 20 years before I became certified in it. I didn't even know how to say it. I used to call it feng shui, but I knew that I was drawn to it. I read everything that I could, but, you know, I I was in San Francisco one time and, you know, I found this feng shui consultant in the phone book in Chinatown, and I would just remember knocking on the door, knocking on the door. No one ever answered, and if they had answered, it probably would have been in, you know, Chinese anyway, but, but when I found out that um, it was, there, there was a training being offered in St. Louis, I signed up immediately because I kept seeing houses in my dreams. And I thought, am I supposed to be a real estate agent? And, you know, I just wasn't sure. And so um, I did a consultation myself and and um, the advice was, yeah, you can still do spirit seeker and everything you're doing and be a real estate agent. But then all of a sudden the feng shui showed up. So I... Um, became certified uh, in Black Hat Sect and Western Feng Shui. There are other kinds. There's Flying Star. There's Compass. There's a lot of different um, different forms of Feng Shui. And Vastu is another one. That's the Hindu form of Feng Shui. But what it is, no matter how you go about it, is it's wind and water and it's movement in your life. And so I'm going to talk just a little bit about it tonight, but I do want to mention that I then did get my real estate license a few years ago, and I've been working very actively in real estate, um, blending the real estate with my feng shui, and because I have these psychic gifts, I can read the energy of houses. And so I do remote uh, consultations if someone is getting ready to sell their house and they, don't, they do not know where to start, if they don't really know who their perfect agent is. This is one of the things in my coaching um, coaching things that I do is I work with people all over the country as, you know, as, you know, um, as their advisor, sometimes I'll interview agents for them, and then, um, you know, I'm their referring agent. And so, um, but but I have been Skyping feng shui consultations, I don't know, probably 15 years now, 
and or not quite that long, not quite that long. Um, probably in the last 10 years, I've been Skyping feng shui consultations. And when I train students, I actually train them how to do remote feng shui consultations because guess what? There are a lot of people in a lot of areas in the United States that do not have a feng shui consultant that can uh, come to their home. It's absolutely the same. I do most, you know, I would say 95% of my readings are over the phone. Um, Okay, so I think that's enough of that. So what I want to talk about tonight is our, I want to talk about the full moon that happened yesterday and how many of you may still be feeling the effects of it. This was a huge deal that happened yesterday. We had um, we had the full moon in Pisces. Uh, where we sun, moved into the sun sign of Pisces, and we had the full moon in Virgo. And this is a fabulous time this year of 2016 because it's a nine-year numerologically, which is all about completions and new beginnings and, like, wiping the slate clean, so to speak. And it's a time where um, if you really, really start cleaning your house, and I don't mean figuratively, but sort of I do, like if you just like say, okay, I'm going to really go for it this year. I'm going to help as many people as I can. I'm going to choose to um, to be of service in a, in a higher way. And this full moon yesterday is saying if you're not, doing what you love, if you're really, um, you know, finding fault with your employer, if you're finding fault with, you know, your job, if you're finding fault with yourself in any way, then you're missing the boat. Because this this full moon in the Virgo thing is asking you to stop analyzing to the point of no return and no judgment of others that's got to go out the window. If you want your soul to prog- progress at this time in this opportunity I mean, it's an opportune time where you can make cataclysmic leaps in your life and in your consciousness. Now, the other thing that happened yesterday is we had, you know, I'm not a Buddhist, but yesterday was this opportunity where, uh, according to the Buddhists, that everything can change. Just like that, bam, overnight your life is different. So what you want to focus on in your life right now is, um, you want to go beyond the mind of, um, you know, some people call it the monkey mind. Some people, you know, people call it all different kinds of things. But you want to get out of any kind of addictive thinking that is causing um, causing you less than happiness and joy. And that's the same thing uh, with a career. So um, I'm going to read just this part of what this shaman um wrote that I really liked. And they said, this full moon provides an opportunity to be proud of your accomplishments and your disciplined commitments. And that's this whole Virgo thing. Virgo is always about being disciplined, you know, committing to yourself. If you need to eat healthier, eat healthier. If you need, you know, if you don't have an exercise plan, put one in place. If you don't have a meditation practice, put a meditation practice in place. Anything that helps you. And the bottom line is self-care is is number one right now. So it's putting yourself first, not in a selfish way, but in an honoring uh, honoring way. And then the other thing is, is that right now, as I was talking about, if you're not happy with your career, et cetera, it is time to let things go. Even if you've invested a lot of time, energy, and effort, if it is not resonating and making um, making you happy, you need to really look at doing something else. Now, the other thing is that 
right now you can um, expect the unexpected. Things are going to be changing a lot this year. And if you are in the flow and willing to make the changes, then you will not have a problem. But the people who are resisting the changes are having all kinds of problems. I mean, and I'm sure some of you on the phone can just think, I mean, yesterday, it's not that I'm not in the flow, but yesterday my email stopped working. There were so many things because there was such an infusion of energy, and it just blasted right through my computer. It blasted every which way, and I just went, oh, my gosh, what in the world is happening? And it took me stepping away from it, getting myself centered and doing some mantras, and then I came back, and it was like, okay, everything's okay now. So I was, like, recalibrated. And um, that is what this is. It's a recalibration of energy, and um, and and you can handle it. You know, but a lot of people are leaving the planet. You know, when you look at, you know, a, a lot of the musicians, a lot of, you know, actors and actresses, a lot of um, public figures, because they're complete. They have completed everything they came here to do. And, you know, so those of us that are here are here for a reason, okay? We still are here to be of service, and that's what the whole lesson is for 2016. And if you get it, you're going to just have magic. All right, so we're going to talk about the relationship corner. So imagine, if you would, on a piece of paper, a tic-tac-toe, okay? So you're going to make a tic-tac-toe, and you're going to have nine areas. So you're going to stand, at, um, put this this um, tic-tac-toe board or see it in your mind in front of you, and that's like standing at the front of your house. So you're standing at the front of your house, and you're in front of row number one, and you're in the middle. Okay, so you've got three squares in the front, you've got three squares in the middle, and you've got three squares in the back. So when you look at that back row, which is the back part of your house, and you go to the far right-hand square, that is your relationship corner. That is your love and marriage corner. There's nine areas in feng shui, and when um, you work with one, it influences everything. So the reason I'm talking about love love and relationship right now is that that's an extension um, of this service aspect because the more you're of service to even people that are cranky, even people that are not your favorite people, but the more you look at everything as, oh, that person is really not very happy today, that's a call for help and healing. I wonder how I can help. I wonder if I could just smile or send them, beam them a little extra love. Or um, like this is an example. They're on TV. I don't watch TV very much, but on the news, there's actually some good news. And it showed Chicago, the Windy City, where this elderly woman was trying to um, come around a corner and the winds were so strong this week that they literally were knocking almost knocking her over and she was gripping the wall of a building trying to like keep from being knocked you know the wind blowing her over but it just wasn't working and so this young man came and was helping her but even with him helping her the wind was still almost knocking her over because he could only hold the one side of her so the next thing you know he beckons for another guy to come and hold the other side of her and then they were trying to get her into the cab well the wind was blowing so strong strongly that it kept blowing the door into them so the cab driver got out of the cab how often do you see that um, and held the door open while these two young men helped this woman into this camp. And, you know, so this is the kind, you don't know where you're going to be asked to be of service, but if you help anyone, 
in any way, shape, or form, it's going to um, it's going to bless you, so to speak. That's what being of service is. So the relationship corner is about love and marriage. It's about partnerships. It's about business relationships, but more than anything, it's your personal relationships. And we, there are two relationship corners in our um, in the home. One is the actual relationship corner when you take your floor plan and you um, do the tic-tac-toe and you say, okay, this is my relationship relationship corner. And then your bedroom becomes a secondary relationship corner uh, or relationship area, I should say, no matter where um, it is in those nine areas because it's a yin room. It's all about love. It's all about honoring yourself. And it's a sacred space. So let's talk about the relationship area first, and then I'm going to skip back to the bedroom, and then um, I'll start doing the readings. So if you have clutter in your relationship area, it will, or clutter in your bedroom, either way, it keeps out love and romance. Because when you have too much stuff or you have um, clutter, it's called stagnant chi. And stagnant chi is another word for stagnant energy. So it's pretty hard to attract um, or enhance, attract or enhance the relationship that you are in if it's if it's muddy and and um, messy. So what what messy or or what cha energy does like if you picture like in a laundry room if you were to keep like throw a pile of laundry there and not touch it for two two weeks three weeks. The spiders or any kind of yuckiness love to go where no one goes. That's why you find more spider webs in basements. That's why you find, um, you know, entities and people who have problems with, you know, um, ghosts or whatever. Oftentimes they will hide in the basement because that is where um, there's hardly anyone there. It's like, you know, it's like a dark place. It's a very yin place. And so what happens with... Um, stagnant energy is it becomes like that basement. It's just like the energy is not moving and, um, you know, it affects everything. So if you want to um, energize your relationships, the very first thing to do is to is to clear it and then put something in that uh, that relationship area that is symbolic of what you want to attract. So I have a picture, a painting that was done um, by my cousin, and there are two palm trees in it. And then I have um, two beautiful, um, they're, they're plates that were, and they're round, which to me represents unity and um and you know just just softness because it's the 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 circular and it's um like when you think of wedding rings and you think of um love and marriage you think of um you think of the the uh, this I, i'm sorry i'm not saying this very well those two round plates when i look at them i think oh so symbolic of the love and marriage that i would like to attract into my life and so um, another thing is, is you can put a rose, uh, a rose quartz crystal hanging ball. I'm sure many of you have seen the, um, the, the, the crystal balls that they're used in feng shui and the light hits them and it comes from every angle and it just totally breaks up the energy and opens it up. It blesses the space. Well, they make them in rose quartz crystals. And so you can actually get one of those multifaceted balls and, um, in a rose quartz crystal and hang that from that area. 
Um, another thing is to put, um, you know, you can put two candlesticks, um, but you want to just make sure you don't put too many candles because if you put too many candles in the relationship corner, it's going to have too much intensity um, and and fiery um, fiery tempers. But you can have you can have some fire to bring some passion uh, to the relationship. Um, okay, so let me think of a couple of other things that you can do there. Um, you can clear your relationship corner. Um, I, I'm also trained in space clearing and biology, which is a whole different thing from Germany where they analyze um, they analyze the space from an uh, environmental view and also from an electromagnetic field view. So they, um, if you were to have a bunch of computers in your relationship area, it's going to bring way too much energy. Um, and um, so to space clear... You can do this in several ways. And here is the the least expensive way. You clap your hands. You go into your relationship corner and you just clap, 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 fast. And that breaks up the energy. So if there's stagnant energy, just clapping those hands, but not just like little tiny claps. I mean, so hopefully you can hear that on the phone. So that's one way. You can use bells. Bells are absolutely wonderful ways to break up energy. And um, sound healing, I'm trained in four different kinds of sound healing. You, you guys are probably saying, what, what has she not studied? I've been this way since I was a little girl. I would bring stacks of books home from the library. And, you know, I've just, I've just studied a lot. And um, I love learning. I'll probably be that way till, till, till my last breath. It's just the way it is. And... Um, at any rate, so sound healing is another way that you can um, you can use that. So if you have a set of tuning forks, if you have um, if you have a crystal bowl, the singing bowls are a fabulous way to keep your home clear. Um, the little bells bring energy. You know, any of you who have been to a nail salon, it's not an accident that they have the little bell on the back of the door, um, so that when you walk in, yes, they hear you, but it also brings an energy with it. Um, Okay, so just a couple more tips. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to go to the bedroom now. Um, the the bedroom is a place, as I said, for sacred honoring and sleeping. It is not a place for a TV. The first thing that's gonna go. By the by, if you have a TV in your bedroom, is the the um, coziness of romantic intimacy. Um, however. If it's a deal breaker in your relationship, you just have to somehow learn to work with it. But I recommend that you cover the TV when it's not in use being watched with some kind of beautiful cloth um, so that it's it, it doesn't look like a TV in your bedroom. It becomes more like a work of art. Um, the other thing is that you do not put pictures in your bedroom of your children or your parents. You do not need a gallery observing you while you're sleeping, and you do not need a gallery observing you when you're um, in a beautiful, sacred embrace with your with your lover or your or your partner. You know that is just the the last thing 
they don't belong there. So you're, you're in, and I see it all the time. I cannot tell you how many people it's like, oh, I've done everything and I just can't attract a relationship. And then you go in the bedroom and there it is. There's pictures of the whole tribe. That is not where they go. Your bedroom is a place for, um, you know, to, to increase the, the romance there. You can put a picture of two lovers. You can put a picture of um, something symbolic to you of happy couples. Um, you can use uh, the colors for the romance area. Actually, uh, the, the love and relationship area in that back corner, you know, the, the far back corner of the Bagua or the map, which is what that nine area um, diagram that we're talking about is, the colors are red, pink, and white. And if you think about pink, it's a blend of red and white. Now, when you get to the relationship, uh, or your bedroom rather, it depends on where it is, but you can never go wrong with adding a little bit of red, which brings in fire, which brings in passion. Um, the last thing you want in your bedroom is pictures of single women. I'm going to give you um, one story, and then I'm going to go start the readings. I had a, a very dear friend who, um, oh, she was just so funny. She she just she just couldn't find a guy, and I finally said, okay, I just need to come see your bedroom and and clear your bedroom. So I came and did this consultation for her, and I kid you not, she had pictures of these single women from Tahiti. And I said, you know, you're going to have to let those go if you really want a relationship. Oh, but I love them. I just love them. I said, I understand you love them. She goes, oh, I got them when I went there. I went to Tahiti and I brought those back with me and it was like this really hard thing to get them here. And, you know, there's a whole story. You know, you got it. You can hear it. And I said, do you want a relationship with a guy or not? If you don't, keep the single girls. If you do, you're going to have to move them. She moved them, and she cried for a week because she had become friends with these pictures. Like every night before she went to sleep, she looked at them. Every morning, you know, she saw them, and she just loved these single women. I kid you not, it was less than a month later after she made this, you know, shift and change, she met the nicest guy she now travels between two different states with them. They have a um, they have a house they have a house where they go in the winter, and they have a house where they are in the summer. And her whole life is like 180 or 360 degrees, I should say, totally, totally different. And this man loves her, honors her, takes her all over the world. And this is because she was willing to to let that that go and I more than the average person you know I love artwork and I didn't realize until you know I really started analyzing my space how many pictures of single women I have and I take them down and I I rotate them you know I just don't put them all out at one time and um and when I do it's more to honor myself and myself as a strong uh forthright powerful feminine woman and um but i just make sure that i don't put them in the relationship corner and that i uh I, you know i i just don't have them in the bedroom absolutely not and there was a time that i did before i um knew this okay so we're going to go to questions now and um you know because i have the skills as a real estate agent and feng shui consultant and an intuitive you know there's a lot of different ways we can go 
with your questions, but I do ask that you only ask one question so that we can, um, I can help as many people um, as possible tonight. So the first caller we're going to go to is area code 786-641. Um, 786-641, you are live on the air. Are you there? Yes, hi. Thank you so hi. much for taking my call. Oh, you're welcome. And would you be kind enough to please share your first name, where you're calling from, and then uh, your question. My name is Samantha. I'm calling from Miami, Florida. And I really would like to know if you see a really good guy coming into my life, you know, a committed man, someone that I could be in a relationship with. Okay, so the question is, a committed, loving partner for Samantha. Is that coming, yes or no? Well, it's interesting. Um, you have really been going through, I would say for three years, you've been going through um, a cycle. It's like It's like a cycle of healing, and you are at the end of that. And it's like all of a sudden you're like, you know what, I'm ready. I like myself. I'm I you like yourself better right now than you have probably ever since you've been on this little planet called Earth. And you've got Quan Yin watching over you and Quan Yin is saying um I don't know if you know who Quan Yin but Quan Yin is what is known as a bodhisattva. She had made she had she had gotten to the point where she was so advanced with her love for other people and blessing them with her love and compassion that she could have been on the other side and, and been an ascended master and done all of her work for over there from over there. You know, like a saint, a holy person, an angel, one of the ascended oh. masters. And she said, No, I'm staying on earth until everyone else reaches the state. But what she says, Samantha, is that you must love yourself and have compassion for yourself first before you extend it out to others. And so that has been your life lesson and you have learned it. And I see your divine partner coming in when you forgive one more guy. It's a guy from 10 years ago. Whoever was in your life 10 years ago, they're asking you, and and you don't have to do this on the air. You know who it is, right? Yes, I'm pretty sure I do. Okay, and you're you're in your mind, you're complete with him, but there's still a cord between the two of you. Still some kind of, and once that is cut and you bless him and you forgive him, everything's going to magically shift for you. So this is how you figure out where that cord is. You close your eyes. This is for anyone on this call. If you still have a connection to someone and you would like to sever that connection in a more deeper way, cutting cords, there's a lot of ways to do it, but this is one of the easiest that I know. And it's best to actually be in your relationship corner when you do this. So, you know, if your relationship corner is outside, then go in your bedroom. Actually, don't bring this energy into your bedroom. Go to the relationship corner and do this. All right, so you're going to envision this person across from you. You're going to close your eyes and envision them. And then you're going to see where the cord is. And it can be in interesting places. Sometimes it's between the mind. Sometimes it's between the heart. Sometimes it's between the sexual organs. Sometimes it's between, I've seen it even between the feet. It's like, but you see where that cord is. And then you say to this person, I love you. I release you. If you can't say, I love you, then you say, I forgive you. I release you. And then you see the person fading away and you see that cord being cut and then 
it's just like almost like they're faded and it's just it's gone and if you do this for seven days in a row it's amazing what can happen now the other thing is is you can use um, sage or sweet grass and you can light a pink or a, a white candle to bring in the, the love aspect but samantha you've got your guy coming it's like if you would do that ritual and I'm not I'm not a ritual girl, like so to speak, other than meditation and mantras and but this one um this one works. It absolutely works. Um and I just think um the other thing that would help you is to make a list of exactly what it is. This is another exercise for any of you listening. You can make a list of the ten most important things that you want in a divine partner. And then you cut them into strips and you put them in the order of importance. And then mm, life has changed. You lost three. You've only got seven. Now you have seven. And you put those, and it might change when you only have seven. You put those, what's the most important, what's the least important. And then, oh, something happened. Life changed again. Three more are gone. So you're left with four. And you put those in the order of importance. And you won't compromise on those four. It's like those are the deal breakers. So it helps you get clarity. It helps you know what's important. Um, And, Samantha, you're doing a great job. So bravo for you. You've done some deep work. Thank you. You're to be committed. The angels are shaking their heads saying, good job, good job. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not much longer. It's just really not much longer. But, you know, if you you hear of, like, a party, you can't just stay home. You You have to go, okay? No staying home. Okay. You're going to have to get out a little bit. So, okay. Well, thank you so much for calling tonight. Thank you so much for your clarity and your confirmation. I truly appreciate it. Oh, you're so welcome. It's my divine pleasure. Okay. All right. So so you can listen in, um, hopefully, and, and tell others about the show, please. Okay? Okay. Right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, we're going to go to area code 303515. Um, are you there? You're live on the air. Hi there. Hi. Did you have a question this evening you wanted to ask? Yes. Uh, my name is Allison. I'm calling from Arizona. Uh, I also do feng shui, but I do the traditional, the traditional like the black cat. So that's okay. Okay. And, and, what, and what did you say your first name is? I'm so sorry. Allison. Allison, okay. And Allison, yeah. what is your question this evening? How can I help? Uh, I have to know. Uh, I like. I like to hear what uh, you have to say about getting my uh, work and wealth abundance, work, finances and work, and flowing, uh, oh. positive, self-supporting. Okay. okay. All right. So the question for Allison is: How do I um, activate my wealth? Uh, corner wealth and career corner so um very first thing is allison it's showing that there's been extremes uh in in your feeling good than not feeling so good than feeling good than not feeling so good and it's it's like illness wellness you like you're almost you're not sick sick but you don't feel well if that makes sense so it's an energetic thing and it's um it's saying that you know, you must believe in order, you know, act as if and then you will become. And so they want you to act wealthy. They want you to um, 
like actually look in the mirror and um and actually do self talk. You know, Allison, you are now successful in all areas of your life. Allison, wealth and prosperity come to you in every direction. And what I'm hearing for you is um that do you know any do you know any uh Sanskrit chants at all? Like I'm seeing that if you would do uh the mantras for um manifesting, which one of them is Shreem Brzee, which is S H R E E M and then B R Z E E and or or the other one is Shreem Mahalakshmi Swaha. And it's basically saying bring the abundance and prosperity to me. The other thing is, you know you're a feng shui consultant, so you know that your wealth corner, um, for those of you that are listening, that back row where you have the three squares, the back left-hand square or, Allison, however you you know where you're, I don't need to know the, the technique you use, but you know where the wealth corner is. But what is true is that in some cases the wealth corner is missing. So I would encourage you to pick four rooms in your house, Allison, the the wherever the wealth corner is, but then the wealth corner within three, they say only you only have to do three. Okay, so three areas: the actual wealth corner and two other rooms. Find the wealth corner of those rooms and activate them. So, what does that mean? It means that you you go into those rooms and you put you make them the colors for wealth are purples, reds and deep blue and the reason you know it's like when you think of the coronation ceremonies with the kings and you know different different things even you know in some of the religious ceremonies they use purples deep blues and red um i also feel that um a shift in wearing brighter colors would be good for you right now um and i think that's part of the um embracing acting wealthy you know, you've come to peace, and another wealth thing for you is friendship. Like, um, I would, I would, I would. The, you've got the friendship card here, and you've got the serenity card here. So, what this is showing me is that um, actually making plans with a friend, whether it's you know going to the museum on the free day or whatever, it's going to make you feel more abundant. Does this make Does this make sense? Uh. Y- yeah, yeah, it does. Um, the it, it's almost the, like you've been defeated. The, except for the color, except for the color, because I've already I I live in a like almost like a studio, so I don't have a lot of rooms. <laughs> but I I have already painted all the walls. In fact, when I moved in, I painted all the walls. I incorporated feng shui to everything that I right. Am doing. You can do it on your desk. You do it on your desk. You do it. You know. I, I know it sounds funny, but but even on your yeah. desk, you you right. And, and but but there's but where. The problem here is there is a gap between you you talking you want wealth and you believing you deserve wealth, and that's where the schism is. Right. And so the mm-hmm. more you feel worthy, and the more you're like, you know what, I am a I am a money magnet. I am a mm-hmm. and a uh, a magnet for. I mean, I yeah, that's it. It's just you have to believe it. Mm-hmm. So both yeah, see it, taste it, feel. I started doing. 
I started doing spoken and you know uh, the kind of based on the Louise Hay approach. Great. Oh yeah, she's fabulous. Yeah, yeah, she is. So and I and I I know Kirtan, what you're referring to in the Sanskrit is uh, something right. that I'm very, very familiar with um, already. You know the abundance mantras, but, but if you would yeah. chant them, and chant them 18 times a day, minimum, I mean, most of my spiritual teachers, they do 108, which is 108 mantras. You know, there's, you know, 108 right. prayer beads. But, you know, yeah. uh, you know, if you do it 18 times, that's enough. And you can download these apps with these mantras. If you just do- yeah. if you just go to the app store and you look for uh, prosperity mantras. So that, right. playing those mantras, even as a background loop, would be would be helpful. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. Allison, thank you so much for okay, calling because you. your question you. has helped all kinds of people. Okay. All I'm right. Sure. So I'm sure it has. I hope so. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, Bye-bye. all right. Bye. Okay, um, so now we're going to go to area code 618 977. 618 977, you're live on the air. Hi, my name is Nicole. Oh, hi, Nicole. <laughs> and where are you calling from tonight? St. Louis. Okay, and what is your question? How can I help? I was wondering if you would be able to tell me when you thought my husband and I um, might be having our first child. Patience, patience, and it's becoming stressful even with the sex because there's this backdrop. <laughs> so, <laughs> so stop thinking about it. Um, and like, like I, I hope you're not having to use the temperature and the, uh, you know, it's almost being, no. It, okay, now because they're saying just relax already. That's number one. Number two, the feng shui cure, cu- not cure, but enhancement, so to speak. Okay, were you on on the call when I talked about the nine areas? Yes. The yeah, I've been on okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So where the children and creativity area is is the the middle three tic tac the middle row that goes across. You know how the relationship corner was the back row in the far corner, right mm-hmm. underneath there, in the middle far right hand uh, square of your home is the children and creativity. So it can be a bathroom. It can you know whatever. But whatever's in that area, you want to put something symbolic of. Um, of being a parent. And I would actually talk to the child that you're calling in. Now, I know this is like, what is she talking about? Um, but the way it works is this. Souls choose, children choose their parents for whatever soul level life lessons. Now, you can believe this or not believe it. It really doesn't matter. Um, but this is the theory that I ascribe to. So by talking to the child and saying, okay, you know, your dad and I are ready ready to have you. We are so ready. We are so excited. Um, so just come on, you know. And you actually have a relationship with the child before the child is conceived. I know it sounds weird, okay. but, yeah. And um, so on timing, though, I'm just, I'm seeing it's going to be three to six months. And I know you want to get pregnant right this second, but they're saying stay optimistic, don't. Don't get frustrated in that your dreams, you know, are coming true and don't quit right before they happen or get, like, you know, frustrated. So your job is to just relax and be in love with your husband and know that pretty soon it's going to be three of you. <laughs> and so this is like this treasured time that you can have with your beloved before um, before everything shifts. Okay, now, your husband's you. 100% on board with this, right? 
Yes. Okay, so you tell them, hey, look, we're supposed to just have fun, and then it's going to happen, so we can't stress with this. And he'll be totally, totally, like, he'll like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks so much for calling in um, three to six months. Yep. There you go. All right. Thanks for calling. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Okay, and the other thing about children and creativity, for those of you that are like, I don't want to have a child, guess what? Children and creativity are in the same area of the feng shui bagua. And so what it is is you want to be like a child with your creativity. You want to uh, enjoy life and, you know, if something, you know, knocks you down, you want to be able to be like a child okay, all better, and back up you go when you run. You know, not like adults that have something happen and then they whine about it for another 10 years. Kids are like, you know, they're more resilient, they're happy, they want to go play again, and that's the um, the energy of children and creativity. It also helps if you have writer's block. If you're a writer and you have a writer's block, you can go sit in children and creativity and it will um, actually stimulate the juices. Okay, I'm going to read for um, as many people as I can here. We're going to go to 708 are you there? I am here. Okay. Hello. First, yes, we're here. Your first name and where you're calling from, and then your question, if you would. It's Elka, and I'm calling from Illinois. Okay. And um, mine, I think, is going to be, I want to, uh, what about love? Let's check love out. Okay. So is there a specific question about love for you, or just love in general? Um, in general, all right. Love in general for Elsa. Elsie or Elsa? Elsa, right? It's it's Elka. Oh, Elka. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so glad I asked. Okay. All right. Oh, my goodness. Forgiveness is the theme tonight. Okay. So you have you have extra special you know how how kids can uh, get extra special magic with some of these games, and all of a sudden they they get superpowers. So right now you have the Midas touch right now, and everything that you touch is going to be blessed. So if you're putting your attention on on money, you're going to get money. If you're putting your attention on love and love and relationships, you're going to get that. But the main thing for you in manifesting more love is to get centered and and the forgiveness theme that I talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, remember remember that forgiveness is never saying what someone did is okay. It's, it's saying there's a higher court that will handle this. There's a higher, um, you don't have to do it. You can just let it go. And really what forgiveness is is a gift to self. And so by letting forgiving someone and just saying, you know what, I'm just going to let this go and I'm going to trust that there is, you know, a divine order to all of this and it's not my job to be, um, to handle what this person has done karmically. That's their karma. I'm going on with mine. And so guess what? You've got like the butterfly maiden and the butterfly maiden is saying that right now you're going through great transformation and just like the butterfly has to push itself out of the cocoon, Mm-hmm. that's what you're doing. You're pushing yourself out and you're going out into the love world again. And so I see great things for you. It's just a matter of believing, you know, believing that you deserve it, getting centered and um, 
and just I would just see yourself literally as a butterfly just flitting uh, flitting and attracting your partner and the two of you flying and dancing like two butterflies. Oh, I Absolutely love that. magical. These are magical <laughs> times for you. I mean, you know, you've got extra superpowers and manifesting, so go use them. Oh my god. Well, my 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 mother made her ascension last month, so Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I I think it's her too, so you know what? She's all over. My mom, before she crossed, made me promise I would date again. And at that uh-huh. time, I had a, a son in high school that was a senior. I had a, a daughter two years behind him, and I had a um, a little guy, maybe five. And I said to my mom, I can't promise that. And she goes, uh, I said, I've got a lot on my plate right now. And you know what she said? I'll never forget it. She said, well, if you won't promise, I'm just going to um, send someone from the other side. I'll just, she, and she said, you know, I, she said, you know I, I know how to do what you do. I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, you know what I'm talking about. So I just said to my daughter today, who lives in Italy, I said, okay. I said, I went on yet another date yesterday. I think this is number five in 2016. And I said, I promised my mom, and you've been on me. You know, So it's like this is a good time. And when your mom crosses, they work from the other side in almost every case. And I don't know oh, if yeah. that's why. I. But you're going to think of her every time you see a butterfly from here on out. My mom's symbol oh. is the cardinal bird. But you're, she's working. She's working overtime. She just loves you so much. I know. I love her, too. She's in a better place. Yeah, she's like happy. She's like she's like oh, yeah. I'm tap dancing. <laughs> That's what she just said. I said that um, the next day after she passed, David Bowie passed. Like, well, we had a go figure. Oh my gosh! Well, and so they're up there like making music. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. Okay, ch 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 changes. Okay, all right. Okay, no, that's top run grid. It was the wrong one. Okay, all right. Well, listen, thanks so much for calling, and good luck. Enjoy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, you're welcome. Okay, we have time for a couple more. We're going to go to area code uh, 312-772. 312-772. Are you there? I'm here. My name's Karen. I'm calling from Chicago. Well, hello, Karen from Chicago. You know, you can find Spirit Seeker up there. I don't know if you found it yet. No, no. Um, that's the magazine that I published for 20 years. We're in all the Whole Foods up there and, I don't know, oh, all yeah. kinds of places. Yeah, so oh, if you're there, yeah. pick up Spirit Seeker and you'll see my picture. Um, oh, okay. okay, so how can I help you this evening? I, I, um, I just lost my job today. Um, I was oh. working on a project, and um, my boss, um, had a disagreement with me on Friday, and I'm wondering if I'm going to find something else. I've got an, a couple other side projects that just came up, which will kind of keep me a little busy, but I'm wondering if I'll find something else. You will, and okay. um, I mean, you will, but it's not going to be quite as quickly as you would like, and you may have to travel for this. So are you open to traveling? Yes. Yes, where I was okay. at before, I traveled to another suburb. Yeah, yeah, because that's what I'm seeing is that as long as you're open to traveling, and it's going to be this synchronistic thing that lines up, and you're going to say, oh, my gosh, who could have ever lined this up like this? But that's how it's going to happen. So pay attention. 
because uh, it says your prayers and questions are um, being answered by synchronistic events. Notice them in order to increase um, their flow. So, like, if all of a sudden someone says, oh, hey, did you hear about so-and-so? Or all of a sudden someone comes to mind that you used to work with that, you you just send them an email and say hey you know i you know i have space for you know some new work on my plate if you hear of anything let me know and then they say oh you won't believe it but this thing just you know that's the kind of thing we're talking about here or okay. um it's just it's going to happen you know organically you you don't have to put a okay. lot of effort into this i think you i think you're tired and i think that 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 disagreement was right before the full moon and you didn't really like that job that much Right, right. The the lady had lost a charger, and she thought I had her charger for some reason. And then I just didn't get a good feel after that. And no, then they told me just... that my contract was uh, canceled. That's awful. Yeah. That is just awful. But you're supposed to have some fun right now. And just, like, I would just take yourself, like, you know, you know, there's this book called The Artist's Way where you make a date with yourself and you take yourself to an art museum, you take yourself out to buy a journal. You know, like do all these things. So just have some fun with yourself because pretty soon you're going to be really busy again. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Do you see well, how many so. months? Oh. I mean, did you, when this happened, did, I mean, you're still kind of in shock. I can feel that. But did you, yes. did you say, oh, my gosh, you know, I sure hope I find something within three months. Is that what you kind of said? Or yeah. did you say three weeks? Yeah. Well, probably three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like I was so it could take a little bit longer. Uh-huh. So you you just need to enjoy the time and um and honor yourself. This got cleared away because of this full moon energy. I'm telling you, it's like it's it just wasn't the best fit for you, and and you know it wasn't totally your hundred hundred percent passion, but it was kind of like a job so to speak. Right. And now the next thing you're going to say, oh my gosh, it's going to be almost like, like I would keep your mind, your your uh, radar. I don't know if you've been working with um, non, non-for-profits or, or some kind of yes. fundry. Yes. Okay, that's what I'm you hearing you. hit it you. right on the head. Yes. Okay, so just keep your ears open because it just feels like the next thing is going to be a cause that is near and dear to your heart. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, well, good luck. Thank Don't you so freak much. out. It's Thank all part of the divine plan. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank all right. So Thank you. Okay. All right. Okay, so I um, I think I can't – I don't know if we did 708-288. I'm going to go ahead and bring you on the air. And if I read already, 7 – let's see, 7. And this will be the last reading of the night, I do believe. Okay. For some reason, my – okay, there we go. My switchboard – Hmm, my switchboard is not. Oh, there we go. There we go. Seven zero eight two eight eight. Are you there? It's me again. You did me already. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's Elka. Unless you want to do another it's one. It's Cindy Meyer doing her switchboard. Sometimes when I get in spirit world, it's hard to do. Okay, so we I went over a little bit, and I think I reached everyone. I think I um, answered everyone's questions. Um, so I want to end this evening just with. Um, just just sharing, you know, my thoughts on all of this. I think we're living in these magical times. And, you know, like this radio show, you know, is it's so amazing that we're all connecting from all over the country. And, um, and to be able to do that is a gift from spirit. I just feel like, you know, 
Um, and I'm going to share something that has helped me. There's this little book called Easy Breezy Prosperity that I interviewed the author, Emmanuel Dagger, uh, on my radio show. I think it was a month ago. And if you can listen to that radio show, that would be helpful. And remember, they're free. You just download them. Um, but one of the he, – he has nine different things that you do each day to increase your prosperity. And you pick and choose between them. And then each day of 28 days, there's a 28-day prosperity program, he has you look at your relationship um, – with money and he gives you an assignment each day to think about. Um, but one of the, like of the nine things that you can do, one of them is before you get out of bed in the morning, you do um, gratitude. And, you know, and I've always done gratitude because I know that the fastest way to shift anything is to go into gratitude, but he does it differently. Like you don't even step a foot out of your bed until you've done your gratitude list, but it's not just, I'm grateful for my bed. Oh, I am grateful for my bed because it's so comfy and cozy and it um, helps me sleep and gives me energy for the day. I'm grateful for um, my daughter uh, because she is just so incredibly smart with languages and she's helping people all over the world learn English. So it's not just I'm grateful for my daughter. It's grateful for my daughter because. And um, so I, I do that every single day now, I, and I can only tell you that I've had so many blessings coming from so many directions because of this one little small thing. And then the other thing is, is he has you when you, he suggests that while you're brushing your teeth, you, you smile, and then afterwards, you look in the mirror, and you just take, you know, 15 seconds, and you smile, and then you smile at as many people as you possibly can all day long. You just make eye contact, and you smile, and you bless people, and I can't, I just, I mean, I've always been a little happy, happy person for the most part and more aware and present with people. But since I have consciously, like, put the intention to connect with others and smile, it's just, just been fabulous. And then the other one, of course, is the um, manifesting mantras. And I've been working with those. You know, I've worked with mantras since 1992 is when I was given my first mantra. But I always loved high mass in the Catholic Church. I always loved the the chants. And, you know, I loved the Latin. And I loved, you know, um, the choirs. And, you know, I've just always loved sound. And, um, so doing the mantras, whether you say them correctly or not, it really doesn't matter. It's all about intention. So using the mantras, um, and you can just do a search on the Internet, prosperity mantras, and that alone, you know, you just start saying them out loud, um, and, you know, they'll just start to shift the energy. Okay, so I am, um, I will be joining you um Next Tuesday, and Beatrix Quintana is my guest the first Tuesday of every month, and she will be sharing the moon manifesting cycles and the astrology for the month of March, and then Beatrix and I will do, um, we do free mini readings the first Tuesday of the month as well. So peace and blessings to all of you. Have a fabulous week, and thank you so much, and let others know about the show. And remember, if you want to be on the email list to find out, you know, who's on the radio show, in March I have I think there's seven different guests. It's a really busy month in March. Um, I know before the before the we have a seven to eight hearing about the Global Pyramid Conference, and then Beatrix and I are eight to nine. They're almost all two hour shows during the month of March. So info at spiritseeker.com. Ask to be added to our list, and then you'll know about all these amazing uh, interviews. Okay, thanks so much. Namaste. Have a fabulous week. <laughs> 